Creative Reboot, the ultimate podcast for creative souls, small business owners, side hustlers and dream chasers. I'm Carla, brand photographer and visual magic maker for colourful magical weirdos and also a professional multipod. And I'm Sarah, creative copywriter and branding photographer for awesome female business owners and aspiring author. Hi, today we thought we'd have a little chat about creative time because um, following on from um, the writing retreat that we went on earlier in the year and um, also just talking about creative habits in general mm. uh we both appear to have had a bit of an epiphany on the same day which is the, the day we're recording this <laughs> so, it, it was literally in different I mean, ways we had plans to talk about other things didn't we and i was like carla can we talk about this please because this has happened and, and i went so. at the same but a slightly different angle on the same thing because yes. we've both experienced time differently today exactly so uh yes. time time and creativity but not not time travel quite <laughs> but you know no, maybe, no. maybe a future episode maybe, of time travel. possibly yeah yeah, um, yeah I mean, yes. what, what do we mean by that by, by creative time because obviously we talked about creative space last time which actually hmm. was partly did not come out how we expected it didn't come did out how we expected but it, it yeah it was obviously we, we talked about spaces in like physical space but we also talked about like mental space and um different aspects of the environment as well around us didn't we so hmm. yeah so how what do we mean by creative time what do you what what's your thoughts on that what's your feelings on that so for me a lot of it is about making time mm-hmm. um and then also how i spend the time that i do have um and is it make, making dedicated time for creativity or fitting creativity into the time that you have and i think those two things actually mesh surprisingly well because one of the things i definitely learned in my life is that we will never have endless time just to be creative all by, no. by itself life is going to get in the way we're grown-ups now sadly might not be adults but we are grown-ups and um life will always kind of get in the way so mm. fitting creativity in but making sure that you're not it's not always at the bottom of your list that you are making time for um for being creative but and then the thing that we also i think um both of us touched on certainly for me um and we touched on creative space as well is that we have creative jobs and that's awesome um, but because they're creative jobs and we work mostly from home, um, how to kind of change that? Yeah, that's you know, make, that's make sure exactly. you've got time. You've got time to time to be creative for your for your your clients and your work, and then time to be creative just for you with no expectations on it. I guess. Yeah, that's that's exactly forward. what I was thinking along the lines of was. Yeah? I, okay. I was kind of Yay. thinking a. I mean, I am creative all day, every day. I do it for a job. That is that is that is what my job is. It's a creative profession. Um, but there is definitely a difference to me um, about creative time for my personal endeavours and creative time for my work endeavours. Because I even think as well, like my, I know like my day, my normal day to day is broken up very much into creative work for my clients and then uh, some creative work for my business. Obviously, the rest is like admin and and. I don't see that as, I don't really feel that's a creative, although, hang on, I'm just thinking out loud now here, even like, I can, I can almost see the light bulb, like, lighting up above you, it's sort of flickering above your head, definitely flickering, yeah, I've been up for about four hours now, no, three hours, um, it's, um, uh, actually, some of the things that maybe I don't feel are necessarily creative and work, but are are probably more creative than I think, because it's things like ideas, and creating new products and new services that's actually that comes from a creative place as well i suppose but it's definitely uh dividing that or or splitting that from creative time for me um 
which is so where me, the epiphany the, the dividing, has come today. For, so. For, yeah, so for me, the dividing... I mean, it's not an actual line, but it might as well be. Yes. Sometimes it might as well be a wall. Yeah. Um, is money. Uh, is it creativity yes, yeah. in order to earn money? Or is it creativity that, like, might earn money, but is that's not the reason I'm doing no, it? No, exactly. And, I mean, arguably... Which I think I'm we've talked doing... about before, haven't we? So I think we have, yes. yeah. And I think it's a really weird one with, with creative businesses, I think, particularly, because you're obviously it's a it's a wonderful privilege fabulous thing yes. in order to have your business be creative you know your or your job be creative but ultimately a business exists to earn money a job is there so that you earn money yeah um most, most people do not have jobs for fun like as no. in you know if they had unlimited money they, they would do other things with their time um but the different the difficulty i find in in creating creative time oh that was more of a tongue twister than <laughs> it was in my head um is that my I do quite often schedule in time, or up until recently, have scheduled in time for my own, for my art, for my writing, for sometimes just for like reading and thinking and going for a walk with my macro lens and, you know, learning to do new stuff. Mm. But with no kind of major outcome except joy and creation. Um, and that is always the thing that if I look at my, if I've got an overfull day, which happens every bloody day, um, that is always the thing that I'm like, well, that's not, there's no deadline on that. It's not for anyone. No one's expecting it. The only time that changed for me was when I committed to the exhibition and suddenly I had to make time because I had to, I could not have an exhibition. I'm there not was a deadline there, in the wasn't sense, there? Yeah. Well, I'm conceptual in the sense that I, you know, I've got imagination and stuff, but I am not conceptual in the sense that I can't just have a blank wall and be like, hey, imagine your own art because that, that isn't my kind of art. Yeah. So yeah that that wasn't interesting and again money was involved there because there was an element of cost involved with the exhibition and other people crucially to not let down mm. but when it's just me i find it much easier to just shove it to the end so i think but what i've learned from the retreat and the epiphanies we've had well I've oh had this sorry just You've to inter- interrupt you there not even shoving it to the end sometimes it just doesn't happen because it well this is completely... what i mean yes i mean yes it's like at the bottom of the list so, mm. and the list never finishes so it never gets done yes yeah. sorry that was yes mm. i was not as clear about that but I think there's a mindset thing about time and actually we all have this we do all have the same 24 hours in a day although we all do do different things with them and some of us maybe me think we have 95 hours in an average day (laughs) and we don't I think Um, it's more a case of not that you think you have 95 hours in the day I think you know you only have 24 hours in the day but you're like I'm going to try and fit 95 hours worth of things into the 24 hour day because See, so I, I wish it was that logical. There is definitely a part of my brain that gets to sort of nine, ten p.m. And it's like, what? It was, it was, it was eight a.m. ten minutes ago. What is this? Like, surely there is more. There's, there's more hours to go. It's fine. Or when I start something at two in the morning, I, I definitely don't think that it is already the next day. I, I think I've got. Yeah, time is a weird, weird yeah. thing in my brain. Um, but yes, so I think so. So tell, tell me about because I know you have had an epiphany, and actually yours is a bit more recent than mine because you're because the time difference. Tell me about how this morning has changed for you over an average standard morning. Okay, well, before I do that, I just want to say, first of all, I think you have always been far better at me than at least wanting to block out time for creative stuff. I've never done that. I Ooh, okay. The only thing I've ever really done in my, in my calendar is block out stuff for work um, and appointments. Appointments that I have to go to because if I don't go to them, then, you know... Stuff bad things happen. Bad, bad things happen. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Um, so, yeah. So I feel like you, you, you have. Even though I know you say obviously it gets pushed to the bottom of the pile and generally doesn't get done because you have to prioritise all of the work stuff. Well, you are definitely one step ahead of me in the fact that you actually, at least you've thought about them and tried to put them into your day. Yes, but what's interesting about that is that when I had a day job, everything I did outside of work was joyful. Yeah. Now I have a creative job. It gets my creative my 
how, how do my, my, my joy creative time my yes. non-work creative time gets pushed to the bottom of the pile so there is definitely a difference there but the habit is still there of um is that your cat it shouting? is yes i'm afraid so <laughs> i was gonna say i'm sure mine are shut in the other house i'm sure they're not in lona's decided me. she wants to be um, on the podcast today never mind oh hi lona i think she should be i think she should have a cameo no oh, maybe we could do a whole one oh, of our cats goodness. just meowing at each other <laughs> Anyway, anyway, so um, yes, yes, I would, I would accept that. Yes, I've been really good at trying to schedule it in, even if it doesn't always happen. But there's definitely been a difference in how that happens. Um, but I am, yes, okay. So I'm curious. So you haven't scheduled it in. So has this been really recent that you've been trying, or is it literally today that you've been scheduling time in? Or tell uh, us about it is. So, um, so one of the things that came up in our writers' retreat was about this idea. First of all, um, we talked about like writing routines, didn't we? And um, I hope she doesn't mind me naming her here, but the lovely Emma Vince um, said something that really struck a chord with me um, in that your time that you dedicate for your writing, A, first of all, you need to prioritise that over your work writing, um, which feels really um, indulgent and... And alien and a bit... Yeah, yeah, just a does, little bit, should I be doing that? Because that's the paid work and this is obviously more for joy or like, you know, eventually maybe it will lead to, to money, who knows? Um, yeah, so that felt a little bit okay. And also the other the other kind of permission slip she gave me was that it doesn't necessarily have to be time for writing. It can just be creative time. And that, that's kind of where the idea really first started to kick in for me. So it's only been... Few weeks a couple of months yeah, has, weeks, it couple, yeah. Cu- has it been a couple of months already oh my god uh, no it's been a couple of months since i went to edinburgh so it is probably actually no i don't know 16th it's you not got, far you got off here two it? weeks yeah, ago yeah, two yeah, months ago gosh, tomorrow yeah, yeah. so yeah two months scary. ago tomorrow um so yeah so yeah so that that's, that's a, a really new thought for me that's a really new idea was having this creative time rather than i've always been thinking of it in the context of writing time writing time writing time and feeling quite rigid about does it that, so, ooh, so does that take the pressure off yeah it's not just it's time that you can write but yes. it doesn't have to be writing time yeah, I like that. massively takes the pressure okay. off definitely and i feel like that's prob- so since i came back from the writer's retreat i have been i don't want to say experimenting i've been playing with this idea of creative time that feels more appropriate playing um so i mean up, uh, up, until, up until today, I have very much been thinking to myself, okay, yes, I get up in the morning, have my tablet, I wait to have my breakfast, um, do all the things like the cats and stuff. But before I actually start my working day, so I'll get to the, I usually get to my desk around 8.30, sometimes 9 o'clock, sometimes a bit later, depending on how I'm feeling. That's when I've then been giving myself a bit of time ideally creative time however i'm on the clock i've what i've discovered is i'm actually already on the clock at that time and so i'm feeling the pressure to get a bit of writing done or whatever creative thing done this is quite like output focused yeah, yeah, it, yeah. it maybe shouldn't be exactly mm, okay. so today so my epiphany today come should we should we talk about our little epiphanies yes yes okay. yes, yes yes definitely so I, I, I've already told Carla all of this, but I knew it was going to be coming back up in the podcast. So I apologise for the repeat, Carla. You've already heard this story. Totally fine. I'm, I'm excited. I'm excited all over again. It's all good. <laughs> Me too, actually. So I said, I, I, I saw, I, it was an article I saw, I like Friday, I think it was, something like that. Another one of these uh, entrepreneurial things about how they get up at 5am to get a bunch of stuff done before the rest of the house wakes up. And I literally thought to myself, oh, blah, 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 blah. I can't be doing with this whole getting up at 5am. However... The thought obviously sat in my head for a little bit and I was mulling things over over the weekend. And I thought to myself, well, if I were to get up at 5am, 
before my husband wakes up, before the cats really kick in. <laughs> because they do. Just, you know, definitely organising around the cats. It's fine, she's gone yeah. now, it's okay. Um, yeah, uh, yeah, you have to, it's, it's like, like children, isn't it? You kind of have to, uh, like... You, you work around their yes, schedules. exactly, there, yeah. Um, so I could have this whole amount of time that's just for me and no one else and I won't have to feel like I need to check my emails is there anything pressing that I need to answer um you know I've got a meeting at nine o'clock I'm going to have to rush to get my writing done today or this or that or the other so then I thought to myself well getting up at 5 a.m is doable if I was to head to bed say at nine o'clock and even if I read for an hour till 10 o'clock that's still a good seven hour sleep that's pretty good for me um it's doable i could do this why why am i fighting this and it got to last night sunday sunday night um obviously we're recording on a monday um and it got to about nine o'clock and i thought actually i'm really quite tired i could go to bed now as it was i was saying we were watching twister on the telly one of those old favorites and uh it got to about 9 40 ish and then i said to my husband i went i need to go to bed i'm really tired and he went okay and he turned the telly off um and I woke up, I said, so what I did was I set my alarm for 6am because I thought, well, let's not just go all into five because, you know, come on, I, I'm not going to change my things that quickly. Uh, so I set my alarm for 6am and at five, it was actually 5.37, I remember specifically because I got up and I looked at the clock. I woke up quite naturally um, and I got, I got up, took my tablet and took my journal and I picked up the, the artist's way and a spare notebook and I tootled off down to the kitchen, fed the cats so they wouldn't pester me. And I spent two glorious hours journaling, doing a little bit of artist way. And suddenly grabbed my laptop and wrote the first 300 words of my novel, which I've been procrastinating about for months. So, yes. Yay. You can totally silence my clapping if it gets in the way. That's I was fine. Just clapping clapping my microphone will pick that up. But yeah, no, that's really exciting. So, yeah. Um, and it just, it feels very... Well, apart from the cats obviously thinking all oh, their Christmases have come at once, oh, yes. it feels like that was actually quite a natural process. It felt driven really by joy, natural, driven by yes. yeah. Which I is feel. Really exciting, so. I, I mean, there's been times when I've woken up early before to do something, um, and by now I would be like, I'm exhausted. I need to go and have a nap, and it has mm. happened. I've ended up going and having like a 10 a.m. nap <laughs> for half an hour, you know. Yeah, and I'm totally not a napping yeah. person. I am not the kind of person who naps. It has to be. I have to be very, very tired to want to do that. Even when she's ill, she doesn't nap. I was I like, go and have a rest. She was like, no, it's not really a thing I do. No, um, which yeah. is fair. But yeah. yeah. So, but so, but so today you're not feeling. You're today, feeling okay. I just, I feel. I actually feel really awake and invigorated and. Oh, invigorated. Invigorated. Do you like that word? I do like that word. <laughs> I'm feeling all these words. I'm feeling, I'm just feeling, feeling genuine, words today. I'm feeling more creative. And, I, and I'm suddenly, like I said to you earlier, I'm suddenly having ideas again that I've not, I've not been having ideas for, it feels like a long time. And suddenly I'm having, a, oh, we could put like this, or we could be doing this, or what I need to do is start capturing those ideas. Because that is obviously when I start going wrong is if I don't capture the ideas. But yeah, it's just, it's, um. I feel like it's woken me up, which is really strange because I'm not a morning person. I don't, I've never been, been a morning person. I don't profess to be a morning person, but it's done something. It's very exciting. She's just raising her so eyebrows. I guess the thing, well, I'm raising, no, no, I'm, I'm raising my eyebrows because 5.37am, I tend to see I, that yeah, from the other side. Like yeah. I've been known to go to bed at five past six in the morning. Yes. Um, and I quite often tag team Anastasia who gets up at five actually every morning. So maybe, maybe that's the thing when she eventually, when we eventually coax her onto the podcast, yeah. maybe that's the thing we can get to talk about. But um, 
No, I think it's wonderful. I just, when you said 5.37, I was like, that's <laughs> not a time I am going to be seeing. And I'm, um, not, and I know, I'm you not know, one of those people who's going to be but, like saying to everybody, oh, you must get up at this because I no, know no. it's not for everybody. I know. But what I am curious about now is having, because I think one of the things that, that is, um, and I'm sure there's a scientific um, explanation for this, mm. and I currently can't think of, there is a word. Anyway, can't think of the word. But um, when you do something, so it's actually we've talked about it with imposter syndrome um as well but basically when you when you do something and then you feel a certain way whether that's good bad or otherwise or something happens good bad or otherwise mm. you then have evidence which your brain can use for the next time yeah so i'm really interested to know whether this morning having because obviously it's the first thing so i feel like we're, we're like those people who'd go to give up i don't know smoking or something and you have one day first day like, oh, yeah, it's yeah, amazing yeah, yeah. this is what, yeah. this is what so we'll see. i'm not gonna get too excited because it is only one day tomorrow may be entirely different however <laughs> i don't think it means you have to like I, I think a lot of it's about keeping the flexibility as well yes but the fact that you've had such a good day the first time it's happened and it's happened quite naturally without 18 alarms or whatever to mm. boot, boot you out of bed at six you know i literally i had i feel like maybe that's a really good I thing turned it feels all like of my alarms off. i turned all of my alarms yeah. off didn't need a single one of them to go off for me so which is really really interesting yeah. so but i think it would be really interesting to see a how you feel this evening mm. and but then i think it is about that routine because i know my well I'm, i'll talk about mine in a minute but the, yes. the opposite way around is much easier to do when i'm in a routine of going to bed late and getting up late and so i imagine going to bed early and getting up early works in kind of the same way yeah if you see what I mean? Well, um, tell us a little bit about yours. Tell us your little epiphanies. Then we can kind of so I've so my my best creative time has always been at night. Mm-hmm. And obviously, when you talk about creative routine, in fact, when we did talk about it on retreat, it always comes up. People are like, "Oh, what you should do that you're the best, or not even should. It's not even a should. Mm. It's a it's a recommendation. It comes wholeheartedly from most people and a lot of people with normal lives, or not even normal lives, but just norm more normal than me people who say." Um, and I don't mean that in a bad way, um, who say, oh, but, you know, the, the best thing you can do if you're feeling ground down, because my, my, my thing was, you know, my stuff is always at the bottom. I don't get my creative time unless there's a deadline mm-hmm. because there's always too much else to do. I have definitely taken on too much. I always do too much. That's part of who I am, I think. And But you know but this about I, yourself, which is a good but thing. But I know this about so, myself yeah. and mm-hmm. I'm, you know, I'm working on it slowly. But yeah. also I know when I when I gave it up and I just had one big creative project, which was the house and I was miserable as fuck. Yeah. So, you know, anyway, so... I work best at night, which means I often get caught up in something, whether it's whatever it is. Sometimes it is my own creative stuff, but more often than not, it will be something for my business and I get caught up in doing it. And then it's very late and then I go to bed very late. And then the next day I wake up at between 10 and 12, depending on how late I've gone to bed, which sounds horrendous until you realise that if I've gone to bed at 6am, that's still only about five and a half hours sleep. That's not actually that. You know, people are like, oh my God, you're in bed till lunchtime. And I'm like, yes, but I went to bed when you lot were getting out of bed. So I've missed a whole like shift of sleep. Um, I, I see. I find this very easier to understand because I was a night shift worker. Because so you were a shift long, worker, so, yeah. But mm. there are there are there are a few people who just don't can't, get that. They yeah. just can't understand mm. it, even though it's possible they can't understand. But that's fine. And then what normally happens is I wake up, and what has always happened is I've woken up, and it takes me a good couple of hours to really go from opening my eyes and staggering to the loo for that first wee of the morning to actually being functional and able to get to my desk, go out, have a conversation, have a meeting, any of that stuff. Mm-hmm. As Anna will, because Anna and I quite often have meetings as I open my eyes, because that and and it's not the first half an hour of that is not functional for me. Like <laughs> I mean, I'm sure it's very entertaining for her, but it's not particularly productive from a business point of view. Um, and very much not creative either. However, what I have been struggling with is that those couple of hours, sometimes I'll come down and I'll write my morning pages in the garden. So I had, there is a bit of creative routine going on in there. So sometimes it's in the garden, sometimes it's in the conservatory, sometimes it's in my bureau on my sofa. Sometimes I do just stay in bed for that whole two hours. It really just depends how I'm feeling. Yeah. Um, but I have been holding this terrible guilt because I, I get up and I waste 
two hours in the morning. Sometimes more, sometimes two or three hours in the morning. Mm. Um, And sometimes I don't get to my desk. Sometimes I wake up at 10 and I will not get to my desk till two. And I feel dreadful for this. However, the thing that changed for me, um, partly on the writing retreat and partly I've been working with um, Rhiannon Adler, who has also been on our podcast and she's been very wise about this, is that actually when I'm creative at night, so most people have like a, they get up and they get ready. They have a work day, whether that's, you know, day job or themselves. And then they have an evening where they have dinner and they might do some, you know, like a hobby or a class or spend some time with their partner or friends or whatever. And then they go to bed. And when I finish work in the evening, I sometimes will throw some food down myself. Sometimes I'll have eaten while working and I literally will stop working, put my computer off, go upstairs, brush my teeth, fall into bed. That's it. There is no transition period Uh between that. When I've had a little bit of a transition period, I sleep better. So that's, I mean, an annoying but basic thing. But I don't have an evening. And so there's two things, really. One is that my evening is the morning. So my, my chill time, rather than creative time, is in the morning. And that sets me up for the day. I can't be super creative at 10 o'clock in the morning. It doesn't work. Mm-hmm. But having my chill time then means I've got space to have creative time at the end of the day without yes, feeling bad that yeah. I'm having creative time at 2 or 3 in the morning. My best writing is usually done at 2 or 3 in the morning, much to my own disgust. But that, hey-ho, that's a thing. Um, and then the other thing that someone pointed out this week, um, Ali pointed out this week, was that I, so I started ADHD meds in July last year, and they have been not a magic bullet, but they have been fairly transformational. But what has been more transformational in the last week is she said, but you know, everyone else I know with ADHD says they take a good hour for meds to kick in and work. And Mm. I was like, oh and they also kill my appetite so now so this morning and this is the first time i've because i've had um, a friend staying this weekend and i've had some other stuff going on this is the first first day i've actually been able to put this into practice i woke up i fed the cats i picked up my journal and some food and i went back to bed with journal and food and had some breakfast and uh, because breakfast in bed is like the best i don't know why it's a luxury it should be an everyday thing if you want it it's amazing um particularly if you're not five and you don't spill crumbs you don't have to change the beds (laughs) to get the crumbs out excellent um so I had an hour or so of that then I took my meds then I had I let myself have and this was the thing this is the mindset thing for me I let myself have another whole hour of reading writing daydreaming just doing whatever but not doom scrolling I took the phone out of the equation and that made a massive difference because the difficulty with the phone because I live by myself and I'm super social I love my phone because it means I can get in touch with people I can chat I love seeing a lot of people talk first thing in the morning but as they're getting ready for work and so by the time I get up I've got 300 messages and it's a lovely way to start my day it's also not the way I need to be starting my day. I can catch up with that later. Well, because you're starting off on somebody else's agenda and time zone, aren't you? Absolutely. Or, which is what I used to whinge about. When, and yeah, and yeah. stupidly, when I was at a day job, I always used to say, I'm not checking my emails in the morning because it's other people setting my day for yeah. me. But I love my friends more than I like my day job. I get that. Day job, I get so, that you know, that's because I, I did exactly the same thing. Moving my phone into the office to charge overnight has been has been revelatory for me because mm-hmm. it has it stopped me doing that first thing in the morning pick up the phone oh i have a bunch of messages from my parents even though i know it's probably going to be nothing at all it's nothing urgent no no but, it's, but i yeah. will immediately go to them which then leads me on to the next lot of messages oh well let me check my email is there anything i really need to before i've even and, got out of bed you know but so. this is it completely and interestingly as well i know that phones and dopamine there's a, there's a massive yes. dopamine hit in your notifications and stuff so if i do that before i've taken meds that's even worse i can mm. lose three hours just yes. scrolling through crap yeah so and i'm very aware that that's something i've wanted and you know i'm gentle with myself because we all need downtime we all need time when our brain is not thinking about anything yes but i also know that actually if i'm going to spend two hours reading i would much rather to read a book because i have got a to read list like this big mm-hmm. um She's, i'm not getting by the way I, i'm just going know. to point out she she stretched her arm so wide i could see neither hand anymore that's how big her list is compared to, to read i mean i've got i've just scanned 82 books into my library thing that i, I, I haven't, haven't let me just tell you briefly a quick story here because i've uh, 
on a, a brief um i say brief procrastination recently i've been setting up um this system called notion i don't know if you've heard of notion mm, yes i have it's yeah, a bit yeah. like a digital bullet journal i'm loving it mm-hmm. um, i decided mm-hmm. i needed to get control of all of the books that i have been randomly downloading um to read mm-hmm. uh, and, and put them into a list so i can see and i can start to tackle my reading list because my reading list mm-hmm. is i knew it was huge when I say a huge, didn't realize how huge did I you? kind of assumed like 50 to 70 books and there are actually close Go to on 300. On that's there. epic. I love it. I love um, it. But do you know what that's also done as well? Weirdly, um, and I think I told you guys this last week in our creative, um, our uh, catch up. Yes. Um, I have been reading so much more since I did that because I now feel like okay this is what I've got ahead of I'm going to do this now you know I've been I've been reading way more I think I've read something like um I've been reading a book at least a book a week sometimes two books a week so Yay, yeah which is so exciting really unusual for me it's wonderful. Anyway, I, I, I mean I, I have so I, your... no 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 it's fine no no but so this is the thing so for me books have actually been a really big motivator but the mm. thing I've been struggling with is motivation yes and this morning, because I allowed myself not to bully myself about motivation, and I got to read, and this is fluff reading, this is not even like, you yeah, know, yeah. Just business for reading, fun. this is yeah. literally just reading for joy, whatever mm-hmm. I fancy reading for joy. Um, most most of it is, I mean, this morning was Christmas Cornwall fiction, which Ooh. given it's 21 degrees here today and hot, <laughs> I'm not entirely sure was the most sensible choice. I read the whole fucking thing. I read wow. it in an hour and a half, and I got, and then, and then. And then I got out of bed and I got dressed and I did my teeth and I went to the post office like a normal person and I got home and I've been smashing through my admin and client list ever since. And I, that is not, I have not felt like that since pre-pandemic. Isn't it amazing? Um, and I don't, it's just amazing. And it sounds really silly because actually a lot of that is not even related to creative time. But for me, the fact that I've done that is allowing me to be, because it means towards the end of today, I will have some time for creative time yes. if I want it. Or tomorrow, in fact, tomorrow. So today it might be all about the work. And then tomorrow I've got some work planned in, but I will also go to my studio, which is all about the creative, it's always about the creative time. So it's just giving me flexibility which sounds mental because i've been doing this for four years full time now and i really feel like i should have figured out the flexibility thing before yeah, now yeah no i feel like um, sometimes you have to do all of the stuff that doesn't yeah. work first before you realize what first. does work so. and like you i you know i am definitely like that recovering addict on day one so we'll see we'll see how this pans out and i know that sometimes there are things that you know i have to do at certain times and that won't necessarily but the fact that it's worked this mm. morning because i was a bit dubious and everyone's like oh you know just and it was it sounds so silly as well like yes it takes time for meds to kick in but it never occurred to me that like I wasn't allowing myself that time. I, I was literally realize... taking the tablets and be like, right, I've got to get out of bed now. Yeah, I didn't and... realise that you weren't allowing yourself that time at all. Actually, I mean, you know, I stayed with you for three weeks, but I didn't know when you were taking your tablet and then when you were starting your so day kind of I thing. I think the difficulty so... is because I have that time in the morning where I'm a bit dozy, but that usually is when I'm trying to make sure I've eaten enough. So that, Because once I take it, I can't eat. Well, obviously I can physically eat, but I don't want to eat. Yeah. I feel weird about eating for, for quite a lot of the day. So, and I did try, just take, I used to get up, when I first had it, I got up at eight o'clock, took my meds, went back to sleep and then was like a grouchy fuck by midday because I'd had no food didn't want any food yeah just miserable it just was not that was not working for me um so yeah it's just been a really interesting and I do think I think the real key thing about both of our epiphanies today and I'm hoping that you guys as listeners while we're rambling about our epiphanies are are taking some useful stuff from it Mm. is that actually the time that it happens doesn't really matter yeah no exactly this is it so although for you you know five in the morning is, is going to be great and for me having time in the morning so i can have later time and and figuring out that actually sleeping until lunchtime isn't sleeping in if that's your actual sleep yeah, yeah. um that 
it sounds like but but it doesn't really matter what those if I actually one day I have to get up at 7am and I decide that or I have to I have to be somewhere for say 10.30 and I decide that instead of getting up at 9 and staggering out the door at 10 I'm going to get up at say 8 to give myself time even if it's half an hour and half an hour I feel like I've got just a bit more control back mm. suddenly over and I think the thing I've really struggled with this year because there's been so much that has suddenly kicked in there's been some family stuff there's been um our trips there's been um my separate trips there's been people staying there's it's just been all completely insane um I there's been some fairs and stuff like you know there's been stuff that has disrupted my routine for the last two months solidly mm-hmm. um I feel like it's given me that oh no I can do this this is yeah. cool I'm not just what I'm... I'm not just like firefighting constantly which is lovely yes and do you know what I'm really excited to hear about from you it is actually is probably tomorrow morning oh mm. uh, not tomorrow morning my morning obviously it'd be your afternoon um, I mean I can text you at two in the morning if you want <laughs> I probably won't answer you I might be I might I may be able to message you three hours later when I get up but hey yeah. <laughs> But um, what I'm intrigued to hear is how your tonight goes with maybe a little bit mm-hmm. of creative time before you go off to bed. That's I want I want I'm, to know yes. about that. So. And I'm really curious as well, because if I don't get creative time tonight, I think for the first time in a really long time, I won't go to bed resentful that I haven't had any. Because it doesn't have to happen every day as well. No, I think this actually, is true. As we're talking and about creative actually, time. Yeah, talking about the mindset It's not well, critical. Very, it's yeah. not critical that you have creative time for you every day but for me it is really important that there is some creative time in the not too distant future yes otherwise i do get antsy mm. i do get because i feel like I'm, I'm creating this wonderful life but actually the life was supposed to be for the joy yeah and the joy absolutely. is missing from the wonderful life yeah. and so actually there's something a bit not quite i don't know if that's similar for you but like i love i love my business so much yeah but although i love the brand photography and i love the mentoring and i love everything that goes with all my businesses actually the thing that i can't not do is my creative my creative joy, yes. my, my creative creativity. Oh my gosh, I've got to find a better word for that. Um, <laughs> no, keep, I like keep doing And I think that's similar for you, isn't it? Yeah, no. So I, I, I think, well, and if I, but, but, but crucially, I think because, because, well, again, I don't know. We'll see how, we'll, we'll update you guys. Yeah. But I think for, um, for me, if I, tonight ends up being catch because I'm still catching up on this mountain of admin and stuff and also well. you've had a rotten and cold over the weekend as well so. and I had a rotten cold yes. over the weekend and I had a friend staying over the weekend which was glorious but obviously I would prefer to spend time with friends than doing admin so did not get huge amounts of work done even cold aside um I am hoping that I will go then go to bed feeling positive, which will then follow up to the yes. next because I know I've got time the next day because because my mindset has shifted. Yeah. And I know that's all about mindset, not time, but it makes such a difference to the same time it does. that I was already spending. I haven't spent any more or less time in the morning than I usually do doing what I usually do. I've just slightly shifted what I'm doing and how I'm thinking about well, it. Well, this, this kind of goes on to something that you talked about before we started recording today was actually... Um, is a thing that's kind of now starting to percolate in my head is I changed my routines very much to work around my husband's work hours. Yes. Yes. Um, because obviously because, you know, I want to be able to see him in the evenings and spend some time with him. I don't want to be sitting in my office until nine, 10 o'clock at night is, which is what I used to do, but then mm. we had no relationship. And if you have no relationship, then why are you together kind well, of thing presumably you married each other because you liked each other yeah, you, know? Kind of, yeah. you know maybe a little bit yeah. <laughs> so so having this this time in the morning before he even gets up or it might not necessarily be before he gets up because there are some mornings he does have to get up at 5 a.m because he has to go and work in vancouver which is a long way away but that's okay because he won't be in the house then i'll still be doing my 
um, which normally I would be sleeping at that time. So it feels and like... And again, those days you can shuffle your... Yes. So if he's getting up and he's leaving by, say, quarter to six, mm. you can just not get up until quarter to six, yeah. kiss him goodbye, and then you've got your time Absolutely. without it being... And I think that's that's massively it's just, key, it's, actually, it's because lots of people having... do. You adjust to who you live with, don't you? Yes. And same if you've got children or if you've got a dog or, you've, you know, things that need happening. Yeah need happening that need to, to oh, yes, I don't even know what bit on. of grammar I ballsed up there but <laughs> um, words for shit. things that you need to can't words for shit <laughs> can words for shit sometimes not today clearly um yeah I feel like that I feel like all of this like our, our individual experiences are obviously just our individual experiences but I think they are hopefully useful on a wider scale mm. for whatever it is you need to work around and actually conversely that's a really good point just as we kind of wind towards a close my quite a few people and I've I've talked about this a lot in the past just being like I just don't understand why there's not enough time and I don't get it and and I look at my friends who have got you know three kids and a husband and four dogs and a parent they're caring for and I'm like how the fuck I know and I I've got I mean okay I have some caring responsibilities I have two delinquent cats apart <laughs> from that I don't have any of the other shit going on by choice like very much by choice and yep. I'm very happy with those yep. choices but bugger me where does the time go to which they're always like yes Carla but I have one business and you have seven and I'm like okay fair that's that's a point this is it we um, all have our different experiences but I mean I don't know if you are I, I don't know what my excuse is then because I yeah okay I've got the two cats no, but no, I also fine. don't have seven businesses so <laughs> no but you do do multiple things and you have a husband and you know he does like weird timing work and anyway it's not that it's not about individual what I'm saying is I think so because one of the things I always used to do when people talk and you said oh you know I've moved my and I was like yeah I don't have anyone to move my routine around why apart from you know obviously getting to if I've got an event to photograph mm-hmm. or a client to photograph or a meeting so actually apart you do. from that what is wrong with me so and then I realized that actually nothing is wrong with me but it is just as important as, as important as it is for you to find time both for yourself and for your relationship yes. or you know children dog insert as as relevant if yeah, you guys are totally. listening if you're still with us after after our rambling <laughs> um if you are living on your own if you are on your own whether or not you have so the pets at this point i don't think because they're cats they don't for me that does if you are on your own there is nothing wrong with you if you're still struggling to find time but mm. what it does mean is you have to and we've talked about this a bit in my singles group and actually this might be a uh, something i'm just as i'm thinking we might do an episode on this further down the line i've got a couple of people i might ask you have to prioritise yourself in the same way as a partner might, or you might prioritise a partner. Not because you're missing a partner, but because there's no one else to nag you to do it. Mm. There is no one else to say, you should probably come off. Or there's not not even anyone to say, dude, I'd quite like you to come and watch this thing with me. Can you put your laptop down now? Um, and actually, if you're enjoying what you're doing on the laptop, there's no reason to put it down. But but sometimes it's you've got to like be your own your own best friend yeah. I think mm. um, if you're on your own and, but I think actually it's that so both of those things come down to prioritizing time for you yes yes they, they do yeah regardless of your situation prioritize and I, I think as well I, again like we did with the with the creative space I know that we are probably talking from position of we both have creative full-time jobs now although those as you've listened to the, if you've been with us for the few years we've, we've been doing this podcast you know they did not necessarily come easy um, but if even if all you can manage is 10 minutes a week that's just for you that's still yes valid and that should still be prioritized even if it's literally the 10 minutes between handing your kids over to their dad and your parents turning up and you've got 10 minutes you are allowed to have those 10 minutes just for you and i I do because i I, yeah i just i think it's really important really Mm. important even if you're not writing and you're not painting and it doesn't have to be like like you said right at the beginning actually sarah it doesn't have to be creative pursuit as in you are creating creativity in that time but having time for your creativity to blossom for you to just not to have ideas except what you want to create just have have ideas yes Mm. ideas time and um thinking time we don't give ourselves thinking time and i think that for me is probably the core of the creative time is is making sure um and and not putting pressure on yourself to output 
because yes. that is definitely a chat we fall into. Isn't it? It's always creative time, so I've got to have X at the end of the creative yes, time. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. Isn't necessarily helpful, is it? No. It turns it into work, and that's not what we want. Exactly. This is it. We've already got work. We don't need to be doing that, you know, even more for ourselves in our joy time. Joy time. Yes. yes. On that note. I hope that. I mean, again, that that went a bit rambly and wonderful, but I quite like it. Oh, I love um, it. I can't wait to edit this episode, actually. Gonna, yeah, it'd be really good. Be so, and again, as ever, we would love to know um, your, your thoughts. thoughts. We'd love to know yes, if you've please. had similar experiences, completely different experiences. Um, I mean, if you think we're talking out of our ass, maybe just skip. Maybe don't tell us that. No, do <laughs> no, you... no, feel free to tell us. We want to hear your Feel opinion. free to tell us yes, that. We'll come up with some really creative swears back there. That's <laughs> a challenge. But so, no, ho- yeah, ho- hopefully it's been useful. And as I say, it was just a wonderful, wonderful coincidence that we both had these uh, sort of same but different epiphanies on the same exactly, day. Exactly, so yes. Couldn't really not record it today. No, so. we couldn't. Definitely not. Fabulous. Till next time. Goodbye. Bye-bye. Thanks so much for listening. We'd love for you to rate us, review us and subscribe on your favourite podcast app. Five stars, please. Uh, Where can people find us online, Sarah? We are on Facebook and Instagram at Creative Reboot Co. And we also have a Facebook group, which we'd love you to join to come and talk to us about the episodes. Just search for Creative Reboot Group. And you can also go to our website, creativereboot.co, where you can subscribe to our mailing list and get in touch with us if you fancy being a guest or if you have topics you want us to talk about. We'll look forward to seeing you there.